Hi, welcome to Three Dog. This is Anna, and you're listening to a 60-minute flow class. This one focuses on shoulder, chest, hip flexor opening in the service of better posture, better back bends, and just feeling better in general. It's also a full body flow, so whatever you're here for, you'll get. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. Hey, welcome. All right, thanks for being here. Let's start in child's pose. If you'd like to get a little more chest opening in your child's pose, and you have some blocks, you could take your blocks underneath your hands as you extend the hands out. Let your head rest on the floor and then start to turn your blocks up until they get to a comfortable side. And taking a variation on puppy pose at that point, where you're opening up through the underarms, front of the chest. And have some time here to yourself to breathe and to know your breathing. Let yourself catch the rhythm of your breath. When you got it, and you can definitely take your time. Be sure you got it. Come on up to your hands and knees, or you could be on blocks and knees for a little more work through the low back into cat and cow. And you can let the cow happen on the inhale or the exhale. Benefits to having the cat happen on your inhale is that you broaden across your back with the breath and the movement. And then in the cow pose that on the exhale, you get a little more of the abdominal support. Traditional way would be Exhale to cat and inhale to cow, that's good too. But if you're used to doing it one way or the other, every once in a while, every once in a while, try something different. Have one more round, cat and cow. And then come to neutral spine, flat back. Walk your hands forward. You can keep the blocks if you have them. Turn your toes under, down dog. And lift your hips up, feet parallel. Set your gaze between your feet. Have a breath in. And let it out through your mouth. You look forward to your hands, walk forward. And take ragdoll. Go wide with the feet. And today, have a little sway. You wrap your arms around each other. 
Shift your weight side to side, foot to foot. Back into a center line, let your body still itself. Set your gaze to the back of your mat, your back wall. Let your eyes soften and take in the whole scene. Let your face soften, maybe unhinge your jaw. Move it around a bit. It's perfect on this. Nobody can see you do anything. So make all the faces, all the facial muscles, right? That like suck up and be nice face that we have to use on Zoom all day long. Let it dissolve. Right. Good. Hey, Leo. Nice ragdoll, dude. And release your hands to your mat. Walk your feet together. On an inhale, roll up to standing mountain pose. We're just going to move right into flow. On your exhale, bow forward. Bend at your knees. Send your hips back. Nice. On your inhale, lift halfway. Flat back. When you exhale, plant your hands, step back, low push-up, rock forward on your toes so your elbows stay over your wrists. If this is not for you, knees down or even cat pose. Breathe in for up dog. If you were taking cat pose, you could take cow pose here. Down dog, breathe all the way out. When you're empty, look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hand. Breathe in, get there, halfway lift. Breathe out, fold forward. Really good. We'll go again. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, fold. Bend at your knees, send your hips back. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push up. Rock a little forward so your elbows are over your wrists. Knees can be down anytime. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Good, nice. And bow forward, breathe out. <laughs> Inhale, reach up to stand, mountain pose. And exhale, fold forward. Yep. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. And look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. We're just gonna keep doing these as long as Leo will keep doing them with us. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
and bow forward, breathe out. Leo, you ready for sudden B? Let's do sudden B. Sit back, Ukatasana, we'll all do it. Cool. And bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, we'll lift halfway, flat back. And then low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, we'll breathe all the way out. We'll step right foot forward, back foot flat. Press into your feet, reach up, warrior one. Keep pressing into your feet, hands to your mat, your choice to step back down dog or low push up. Right? If your wrists, your elbows, your shoulders need a break, right? maybe a child's pose or a cat cow, breathe in. Breathe all the way out. And left foot forward, plant, reach up. And hands to your mat. Low push-up, options, down dog, cat pose. Staying in the flow is staying with your breath, not necessarily a set of poses. You do you, always. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. One more round, Sunbi, sit back, Ukatasana. And exhale, fall forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. Low push up. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. When you're empty of breath, it's gone. Right foot forward. Press down to reach up, warrior one. And hands to your mat. Look forward as you step back, low push up. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Left foot forward, plant down, reach up. Yeah, and the hands to your mat, low push up. Breathe in. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. We'll pause here, breath in through your nose. Let it out through your mouth, open your mouth. Get really empty, then let the lips close. Teeth stay slightly apart, face soft. On your inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. Drop your left heel down toward the floor as you take the outer edge of your right foot up toward the ceiling. Squeeze the leg tightly, muscle into bone. Bend your knee, open your hip few options here. One would be to come down to your left forearm. That's a good option. Another would be to shorten this up so that the left heel gets to the floor. A little more hamstring stretch there. Third option, flip it over. Three-limbed wheel. 
If you've got through the wheel flip dog, you could take it all the way in the wheel. Up to you. Breath in. Breath out. We're all going to come back to center. Down dog. Forward into a high plank. Bring your knees down. Lower slowly. Chest touches before navel. Sort of. <laughs> Breathe in. Depends on how big your lunch was. Cobra. And release down slow. Press into your hands. Pull your abdominals up. Hands and knees. To down dog. On an inhale. Take your left leg up and back behind you. Squeeze it tightly. Drop the right heel down. Left leg squeezes. You reach the outer edge of the foot up toward the ceiling. Breath in. Squeeze the leg. Breath out. You bend the knee. You might come down to the right forearm. The side will work different than the left. If it tells you no, listen. Like you can walk your hands in until the right foot goes flat, get a little more into the calf and hamstring, or flip over. Flipping, you can flip to wheel. Breath in, breath out, come back to center. Just realign it down, dog. Then come forward to the high plank. From the high plank, knees down, then chest down. Peel up for cobra. Release down, your chest touches the floor. You press your hands down, pull your abdominals in, hands and knees to down duck. Cool. Excellent, have a breath in. Let it out through your mouth. Forward walk, lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. On your inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. We're going to take eagle, press the forearms together for this one. So they may or may not actually get together. Palms are together. Elbows are as close as they're going to get. Right, then right leg over top for eagle. So maybe your elbows touch and maybe their chest distance apart. Wherever they are in space, they're hugging in. So there's a muscular action of your chest, a broadening of your back. A breath here. Next inhale, you're going to unwrap the top leg, step it back, land the foot. For just this moment, pause. Then walk your left foot just a bit to the left so your lunge is slightly more balanced. Then decide how long you want the lunge to be. They're totally up to you. You can go all the way down to the back knee if you want. Play with the stance. Find what suits you right now. Keep hugging your elbows together, abdominals in. Gonna lift your elbows in space. You might also face into a little back bend. A breath in. Press your feet down. Pull your abdominals in to breathe out. One more breath in. 
when you exhale, slowly hands to your mat. Low push-up or down dog. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Inhale, take your right leg back behind you, three-legged dog. Exhale, have a big step into a low lunge. Press down into both feet to come up high lunge. So Crescent, again, you can decide once you're steady how long you want this to be. And we'll bring hands to heart center. We're going to twist. Rotate first. Then you can take your elbow toward your knee. Could touch to the knee. Doesn't have to. You could open the arms, float in space. Good. Anywhere in between. But squeeze your back leg. Pull your spine up and forward. Arms are decoration. Do whatever you want with them. Pet the dog. Good. Use a block. Get the pose at the feet, at the legs, the drawing in of your abdominals, and then your heart forward. Good. One more breath here. As you exhale, look to the front of your mat, both hands down, step up, walk your feet wide, halfway lift on your inhale, exhale, fold down if you'd like to catch your toes for Padahastasana, Padahastasana. Go ahead, if you'd rather. Wrap your arms. If you'd rather not that, do your thing. Have a breath. And get empty. And release your arms, your hands. Walk your feet together. Breathe in. Reach up to standing mountain pose. And exhale, ego on the left side with the arms pressed. So hands pressed together, elbows press in towards center as far as they're going to go. Some of us will get our elbows together. Some of us will be a little apart. Some of us really wide. That's going to have to do with more your bone structure. All of us are going to hug in. Even if your elbows are touching, you're not done. You hug in. Right? Mind touch and still hug in until everything's trembling. That's where we want to be. Well, that's where I want to be. You can be where you want to be. Sit deep in your front leg. Do you unwind the top leg and step it back? Once it's back, pause. Do nothing first, but find your feet, get your balance, steady up the chain. Then walk your right foot a little to the right. Once you got that stance, want to make it longer? Go for it. Cool. Yeah, so not everything has to happen at once. It's a good yoga life application. Press your elbows in. Lift your heart up. As you do, you might lift your elbows up. Lift up and go back. Have a breath in, lift your elbows. Press into your feet as you exhale. Bring your hands to your mat. We'll step back, low push up. Breathe in for upward facing dog. Good. 
and down dog. Breathe all the way out. Inhale, take your left leg up. Exhale, have a big step left foot to left hand. Come for high crescent. Again, you can adjust your stance as you like. Draw your abdominals in. And then exhale, hands to your heart. Press into both feet, rotate first. So again, so one thing at a time. Elbow to knee or thereabouts. If you want, you can float the arm. If you are using the arm on the leg, press your leg into your arm as much as you're pressing the arm into the leg. Yeah, that part gets forgotten a little bit. The hand could be on the thigh. It doesn't have to be the arm. And then also, blocks useful here inside the front leg. We can allow you to stay breathing in the twist, right? So we're here a little bit of time. If you can't breathe, it's going to be insufferable. Is there any way that you're contributing to suffering in your body? How do you stop? Have a breath. As you empty it out, look to the front of your mat, both hands down, step your back foot up, walk the feet wide. We're gonna come down into a low squat. And drop your hips back and you can bring your hands together. If you, if you wanna pray, you can totally pray. Main thing you wanna be doing as you do this is the arms press the legs. So if you can get the hands together, but the arms aren't quite meeting the legs, right? Then you got two options. You bring your legs in, right? For a lot of us, that's not gonna be the way to do it. You can also take your arms out. The only reason why we would ever squat down like this is to pet a dog. They know that. Cats do. Release your hands, walk your feet together. And on your inhale, reach up. Mountain pose. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And plant your hands, step back, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog, good. Down dog, breathe all the way up. You're gonna step your right foot forward for warrior one. And then open up to warrior two. Bring your feet onto one track, front toes straight ahead. Let's bring hands down to hips and do a few shoulder shrugs while you're here. Yeah, so the yoga police are, they're long past coming for us. We can do some shoulder shrugs in order to. One more round. And let the shoulders soften. Let your arms just be like noodly at your sides. Just do nothing with your hands. I mean, that's like revolutionary right now. Do nothing with your hands. Do nothing with your forearms. Pull into your front heel. Good. Press into your back foot. 
Squeeze your back leg, pull your abdominals in. Feel your breath move in your chest. I know, like, what do you do with your hands? Like that Steve Martin gag. Like, what do you do with your hands? <laughs> you have a drink. <laughs> You're like the most awkward person in the world until you have a drink. <laughs> have an inhale, let your arms float up. Oh, yeah, just float. And straighten your front knee. Keep the arms in that kind of floaty sensation as you tip into triangle. And then fingertips could come to the floor, they could come to a block. Hand on shin. Oop. If someone is climbing on you, they tend to slide off during triangle. Leo, crawl up his back leg. Bend your front knee. Slide your back foot about halfway up your mat. And then out to a balancing half moon with the right hand off the floor if you can. Just float, arms floaty, body floating. Breath in. When you breathe out, look to your mat, both hands down, bring left foot to meet right. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold forward, excellent. Here we go, inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. And exhale, fold forward. It may feel like you have two very different legs at this point. You do have two very different lines. Breathe in, lift halfway. They just had very different experiences recently. Low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Down dog, breathe out. Step your left foot forward. Reach up, warrior one. Open out to warrior two. Bring hands to hips first. Check in with your feet, front toe straight ahead, back foot parallel, back into the mat. Squeeze your back leg. Good. Level your hips and then let your arms just like, just let them noodle out, man. Do a few shoulder shrugs. Yeah. If you want a, a bigger shoulder circle, do the. Uh, Wings. Good. And then just down at your sides, let them just shake out. Let the hands shake out. Now you can finger flick. Good. Yeah. You just like brush the day off. Just yeah. that dirt off your shoulder. Yeah. Then arms just loose at the sides. Press into your back foot, pull into your front heel. Zip up the back leg all the way through the center of your chest. Let your arms float like they have no weight at all. Good. Press into your front foot, straighten the leg, tip in a triangle. Let the arms stay unweighted. So even if you've got the hand on the block or the leg, only so far as you can go that you don't have to put weight in it. And that's the thing, if we go too far in, you're gonna be supporting a lot of the weight on the left hand. Just come out a little bit so you don't need that support. You're holding more of it with your legs and your core. Have a breath in. And then as you exhale, bend your front knee. We're gonna do this in two steps. Step your back foot about halfway up, then float out 
balancing half moon. If you need to touch down, touch down. If you to float, float. You got a breath in. Use your exhale to press your foot down. Squeeze your standing leg. Draw your abdominals in. One more breath. When you exhale, look to your mouth. Fingertips down. Then your right foot in line with your left. Press your feet down. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, fold down. Wrap your arms around your legs. Have a good hug in like standing child's pose. Let your head drop, the back of your neck, the nape of your neck get soft. And on an inhale, roll up to standing mountain pose. And exhale, hands to your heart, pause. Take tree pose, rooting your left foot down. Slide your right foot up the inseam of the leg. Let the knee turn out. Next inhale, we'll take arms up overhead. Pull your right knee back as you twist to your left. Arms open. When you inhale, come back to center, reach up. Abdominals in, heart up. When you exhale, hands to your heart and foot to your mat. Cool. Press your right foot down, inhale, your left leg up. Exhale, it turns out to the side. When you inhale, arms up overhead, keep pulling your left knee back. Exhale, twist to the right. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, hands to your heart, foot to the mat. Pause here for breath in. Breath out. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. You can stay here. You could come down to your forearms for dolphin. If forearm action is not for you, your shoulders, elbow joints, no big deal. If you've got dolphin, parallel your arms and turn your palms in toward one another so that you're pressing the knife edge of your hand down into the floor. I don't know what else to call it. It's the pinky edge of your hand, I guess. <laughs> We're back to Taekwondo, the knife edge of your hand. You're going to take your right leg up behind you. You're going to keep the internal rotation of the leg so the inner thigh spins up. Bend your knee, heel toward your bum. And then make circles of the upper knee. If this becomes too much to be on your forearms, if something feels not right about that, come back up to your hands anytime. One more circle of the right leg. 
your knee up and then you're going to slide the knee in up between your elbows if you're in dolphin otherwise about halfway up your mat take your right arm out slightly in front of your shoulder left foot reaches back you can take a side bend your right leg is coming out like a kickstand so it's a side plank but we've added this element of side body lengthening press your right hand down press your pinky and ring fingertip toward your front wall rotate the palm down toward the floor so you make space around your neck breath in and then look to your mat plant both hands step back low push-up or down dog breathe in upward facing dog breathe out down dog totally cool to stay here or come back down to your forearm and again you could keep the palms flat or you could turn the hands in toward one another parallel and with the the edge of the arms on the floor that's going to give you a little more ability to press the outer wrists down that's the skill for headstand not that we're going there but for those of you working on it i know a few of you are press the outer edge of your wrist into the mat as best you can left leg's going to go up and you're going to keep it internally rotated for just a moment that's going to be a lot of hamstring stretch on the right leg squeeze the left leg tight bend the knee and then you make some circles of the left leg whether you've got hands or forearms down, press down and forward. Breathe in. And when you exhale, you're gonna bring your knee down towards the center of your mat, up between your elbows, back foot flat, plant your left hand, take your right arm up and you make the side body length by reaching through pinky and ring fingertip, but roll the palm down towards, so the arm will be in front of your face just a little bit, or at least it'll be in your peripheral vision. It'll be in the field of vision so that you can lengthen the side body and not so much cram the shoulder up around the neck. And if you're not sure what I mean, here's the difference. Here's my hand rolled forward. You can see that the only reason my shoulder and ear aren't together is because this huge headphone set. Roll the palm down, shoulder comes away from the neck. You can reach more through the side body. One more breath in, press your hand and foot down. And then look to your mat, both hands down. Plant them for low push-up or down dog. Breathe out. We'll breathe in. And then breathe all the way out. Breath in. As you empty it, come down to your knees for hero. So hero is sitting between your heels. Could be on the floor, could be on blocks. If hero is not for you, right? you don't have to be a hero. You can sit cross-legged, sit any way you like. The idea of hero seat is that you get sacrum, rib cage, and then the back of your head lined up like you were against a wall behind you get vertical through your spine and then again just let your arms get kind of loose at your sides so one of the advantages to hero on a block or hero on two blocks 
called elevated hero or high hero, right? Is that you have some room for your arms to swing at your sides. So let them let them get a little, little action back and forth. You're just in the kids' class all the time. Just like just shoulder action. And then let them slowly start to just sway their way to the natural place at the sides of your body. And then turn your palms forward. So you have your arms at the side seams of you, where the side seams of your shirt might be. And you feel a broadness through your collarbones without any stiffness in your shoulder blades. And so then we're gonna take an action of the shoulder blades, squeeze them together like sliding doors on your back. That is an action of the shoulder blades. It's not the action we want for posture. It's, it's a good stretch for the chest though. So you can keep doing that if that feels good to you. If you want to, even you can take the palms toward one another behind you. Imagine you had a big block back there, hug in on that block and or you could clasp your hands if that's available and then pull the hands away from each other in that clasp notice where your head goes for most of us our head starts to drift down and forward bring your head back to the idea of that wall behind you then release that back two palms forward so that action of the shoulder blades to squeezing together like sliding doors good for a chest opening stretch Next one is a rotation of the shoulder joint itself. So you're gonna rotate your arms in and out, watching your shoulder blades come around your chest, kind of round over like they do in child's pose sometimes on purpose, and then roll them back and open away. Good, this is looking great. So you've got, this is a distinct action from the sliding doors of the back, which is just something I made up. That's not actually a technical term, but so come back to your arms at your side, palms forward. Get the sliding door on your back thing going. And there's just kind of a pinchy quality to it. It's, uh, ballet teachers, you say, hold a pencil between your shoulder blades because that's useful life skill. Sorry, ballet teachers. Um, we don't want to do this when we're trying to create posture. What we do want to do is that rotation of the shoulder. So one more time, get that where shoulders in, shoulders out. Shoulders in is what we do all day like this. Shoulders broad, palms forward. This is how we're built to be. You're gonna keep that, press into your shins, come up. You knew this was happening, right? Keep rotating your palms out. Sasha knew it was happening. And then as you keep rotating your palms out, you keep coming into something that looks kind of like camel. It doesn't have to be camel. You can bring your hands to your hamstrings. You can bring your hands to your heels or the blocks behind you if they're there. You can make a mess of your blocks like I just did. The same idea, it's not the shoulder blade squeezing on the back, it's the spine coming in and the shoulders themselves dropping away from the chest. And you might just wanna let the arms free float like we were doing earlier, just to know that you're not building tension there, building strength in your core, but your arms, you can just do anything. And on your inhale, come up slow. You'll sit back to hero or take child's pose. And I'm gonna break the Noah's Ark rule. That is the one and only camel, unless you should choose to do one later. 
child's pose, hero, let your eyes close. Feel what's going on in your body. And on an inhale, come on up to hands and knees. Another round through the cat and cow, which is what we started with, if you can remember back that far. And if you want to do a little more work with this upper spine stuff that, that we're working with back bent, bring your forearms down to the floor or forearms to a block. And you'll be able to work the upper spine just a little bit more. And there are a few vertebrae up at the very top of the rib cage, right around the heart and above, that don't move very much at all. They're not supposed to because they protect your heart right, and lungs. Um, but the way they do move, the way you can get hydration to that tissue is really big breaths in. So have a few rounds where you take the inhale into the cat and really almost overdo it. Just pause there with, with the really biggest cat you can get so that your breath expands into that space behind your heart. And same thing on the cow pose with a few of them. On the exhale, pull that piece of your spine in as much as you can. We, we don't move it very much. And we often mistake neck movement for upper back movement but the breath moves those ribs and they in turn move the vertebrae. And the movement of the vertebrae is what brings hydration to the tissues, the muscles, the tendons, the discs. And cross your feet at the ankles, come around to seated and down onto the back, your back. Not just the back, some random back, your back. And we're gonna go for bridge. Focusing in on those same vertebrae, right? the ones that don't want to move. So you press your feet down, lift your hips, low back. You'll find that the, the first the beginning of the ribs come up fairly easily. And then there's the shoulder blades and there's that piece of spine that runs between them. Press the back of your head down, press your arm bones down, get as much of the upper spine up as you can. Breathe as much as you can. And while you're here, with as much of your rib cage lifted as possible, expand it 360 in all directions. Press your arm bones down the back of your head. See if you can get one more piece of your spine up. And then with an exhale, come down slow. Pause on the floor. Breath in. And a breath out. And you'll have another breath in on the floor and feel your rib cage expand in all directions. Try to plaster the very upper ribs into the floor. And then as you exhale, press into your feet, lift up again into bridge or plant your hands, come up into wheel. Same idea as you're here, breathe front, back, sides of the body. 
And then whether it's your arms and your head on the floor or it's your hands, press down and lengthen your neck. So on the floor, it's by being sure that your nose is pointing straight up. In the wheel, it's by making sure that your gaze is on your back wall, not your mat. And work the upper thoracic spine with your breath. On an exhale, you can come down slow. Pause, have breath here. And last one, you have another bridge, another wheel. As far as you can take it with the goal of working breath into your upper back. Coincidentally, working breath into your upper back can be done while resting on the floor. That's most appropriate now. One more breath in. When you exhale, come down slowly. Rest in Supta And if you'd like to keep working a little bit of back bending, a little chest opening, and you got a block or two, you could take them underneath you and line them up underneath your shoulder blades in Scarecrow, which is just what it sounds like. Or you could take supported fish, which is one block underneath the thoracic spine, one block underneath your head. Take one hand to your heart center, one hand to your navel. You have some really big breaths, but expand both centers. Breath begins to feel like waves. You get a deeper, slower rhythm. And if you're on blocks, you'll gently wiggle your way off of them, set them to the side. We'll meet in knees to chest pose. Hug your knees in. Get a little rock side to side across your sacrum. Make some circles around your low back. Arms out to the sides, belly twisting pose. Let your knees be as lazy as they want to be or as intense. If you want to work more intensely with your abdominals today, just haven't had enough this week, 
hug the block between your knees. Or if you've got some space for it, place a block between your feet. Go with legs extended. Mostly you just work in the rotational mobility of your hips. Any addition of intensity works strength of your abdominals, which is good too. Mostly after the back bends, we just want to get rotation side to side, unwind anything that got kind of tightened up. Once you balance both sides, come on back to center. Take one knee in each hand and spin them around. So you're working the circumduction of your hip joints. Clockwise, counterclockwise, both legs. If you'd like to add range of motion or abdominal work, take your hands away. This just happened on its own. Get out any crackly bits. Come back to center, hug your knees in, nose to knees and knees to nose. You can rock up and back, we'll make your way around to down dog. That can be done through a little push-up or not. Then we'll take your right leg back behind you, three-legged dog. Bend your knee, bring your leg into your chest, take a big step into a low lunge. We're going to stick with the low lunge as is back knee down. Walk the back knee back as far as yours will go so that you've got a lot of hip flexor opening. If you want blocks underneath your hands, go for it. And if you want to work this out into forward split, also cool to, uh, to go with that for now. If you want to, but your legs don't want you to work out into that split, then listen to your legs. In either pose, let your head drop. Let the shell of your upper back soften. See how loose you can make your arms. Then let your head turn side to side. arms feel like they're doing a lot of work holding you up and you have the ability to grab a block and put blocks underneath your hands let the elbow soften also let your front foot take on more work really stamp it into your mat if you're in the forward split you stay you're in the low lunge, we're gonna shift back into half monkey god. Your choice here to keep the toes pointing straight up for a hamstring stretch or to turn the foot out to the side. It gets into a little more of the upper IT band area. Your body's smart. It's gonna to try to swing your hips over to the left. Pull your hips straight back without force, just 
Just anchor them straight back. Let your head drop again. Let your jaw soften. Even let your mouth open. Move the jaw around. It's possible you can move your jaw around and and it gets that ear popping. You can relieve any pressure there, do. One more breath here, clear the static. And come back to the lunge. If you're in the split, work slowly back. From the lunge, turn your back toes under, lift your back knee. Your choice to step back, down dog, child's pose, or low push-up. Breathe in. Good. Breathe all the way out. Squeeze your left leg, take it up and back behind you. And look forward to your hands, take a big step into a low lunge. You're gonna leave it right here with back knee down, unless you'd like to work it into full split. Wiggle your back knee back until it's the longest lunge you can take. Not that we always want it to be the longest lunge we can take, but for hip flexors, for this particular part of the hip flexor that we're working right now, as far back as yours goes. Then drop your chin, let your head get really heavy. If your arms are doing a lot of the work, blocks are a great option to let the elbows bend. You may find that on one side, the arms tend to work a little more than the other. If you've got a side that's tighter or a side that's had some injury, you might need blocks on one side, not on the other. If you notice a difference in your body, that's good. It means you're listening. If you're just plowing through like everything same, same, you might want to slow down and look for the difference. See if you can let your head drop even more, let your shoulders soften even more. There's one more wrinkle between your eyebrows you could let go. If you're in the full split forward, you want to stay, stay. If you're going to rock back to half monkey, go for it. And then choice is yours to flex the foot straight up to turn it out. Keep your hips moving straight back. This time they're going to try to swing out to the right. Well, I'm not certain that yours are going to try to swing out to the right, but I'd say the odds are pretty, pretty good. I'm 70% sure that your hips are trying to swing to the right. You can think about it as your tailbone or your sitting bones moving straight back toward the wall behind you. Again, they're not pulling. It's just that sense of anchor at center. Again, you let your head drop, but it get heavy. Let your jaw soften, your forehead soften. 
move your jaw around. See if your inner ears could get okay, a little more space. That busy room between your ears can get a little more space. Come out, we're gonna rock back to the lunge. Tighten your back leg up. Get firm there wherever you're going. Back leg's your anchor to get there. Press into the floor, step back. And go down dog, you can go push up. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. And breath in. Let it go through your mouth. And look through your hands. Walk across the seat in. And down to your back. And if you have blocks or a block, we're going to put hips on them. So if you have two blocks, you bring them together. End to end, they make a, a bolster, a little shelf for your hips. Set your hips on top and stack your legs. And if there are no blocks around, pillows work, folded up towels work. It also works to go to the wall and put your legs up or to swing around toward a couch or a chair and rest your feet on the couch, the chair. Just gonna elevate your feet, let your ankles drain, let the blood flow be helped along by the positioning of the body. Unusual way. And the other thing that we're doing here, if you, if you can elevate your hips a bit, is changing the shape of the breathing. Just like in bridge, you're, you're breathing up into your lungs, slightly upward. This is a little more restful than bridge for the work that we're doing in the rest of the body so you can focus a little more on the breathing letting your lowest ribs expand of course lowest ribs in your body they're all the highest ribs in the pose Make it a meditation on getting that lowest ring of ribs to expand in all directions. And then let the breath out be helped by gravity. Pull your abdominals in. Even a little more, pull them up as if you're trying to like press your diaphragm up into your rib cage. And then again, let them expand. The lowest ring of ribs get as wide as it can go in all directions, front, back, side, side. And 
Mm, if you really like hips on a block for relaxation, if you really like legs at the wall for relaxation, stay. When you're ready to move toward relaxation, Shavasana, slowly bend your knees, take the soles of your feet to the floor. It's great to have feet, they feel weird, that's good. Feel all ten toes. You slide the blocks out of the way, then do the same thing with your hips, bring them slowly to the floor. You're kind of mesmerized by your own hips on the floor. And then any finishing poses, stretches, movement that your body desires, and slide into Shavasana. If you'd like to stay, stay as long as you can. If you're ready to move on, we'll start with just fingers and toes, small movement. Just know you're alive and awake. Being as peaceful as you can be in your body. And go to a comfortable side. Make your way up to see the close your eyes again. Envision that seat we took in the hero pose, where it's the sacrum, back of your rib cage, the back of your head aligned against the wall behind you. You're sitting really upright, without force with the sensation of something there supporting you. You lengthen up that wall, that support. Let your breath help you out. We'll bring our hands together at heart center.
space where we hold our courage, our strength, our kindness. We draw thumbs to forehead center to offer and receive it from each other as we offer each other namaste. Namaste, y'all. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Well done. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.